Hey everybody, welcome back to the Husky Fan Podcast, the prediction pod version for the Border War. Is that the one of the names of this rivalry, Jimmy, or am I just making that up? The Border War? I don't know. It sounds catchy, though. Nice little catchphrase. Yeah, well, I'm all about catchy. You are, man. You are. It's a big It's a big weekend. We know we have a lot of people talking smack about this big game tomorrow. And it uh, looks like the elements could be uh, present for this one. Hopefully there's no game delay, and thankfully it's not a night game. Yes, thankfully. But, you know, Jimmy, I just you got to get me more fired up for this game. Uh, the reason I'm not that fired up is, <laughs> I mean, we, if, even if we win this game, we still have to beat Utah. That's going to be difficult. And Oregon would still have to lose another game. So... It's, it, it, you I, shouldn't yeah. be worried about those things, buddy. It should I, be the fact that we're looking to beat Oregon and their fans think they're superior. You mean zero, zero Oregon? I mean, they, they seem to forget about all the da- downtrodden years. And the fact is, look, man, Oregon beat Washington during a dark decade. I mean, good job. You beat a bunch of terrible teams for a long stretch of time. I mean, and then someone's talking about how the fact that uh, Washington, you know, beat that 38-3, that game at Husky Stadium was one of the worst Oregon teams in 25 years. I mean, are you kidding? They had a couple that were worse than that. I mean, <laughs> 25 years? Actually, if you look at the advanced metrics, that was not that. It was a team in the 30s, so in the low 30s, so it wasn't. Uh, that 2017 team actually could have been a lot better if Herbert wasn't injured. But, I mean, your your point is correct. And, and the, the fact is, it's Oregon, man. It's a hated rivalry. They think they own Washington. But when we look at the full picture, we know who's daddy. Yes, and Jimmy, I tweeted something. Metric superiority guy got these numbers for me. I mean, let's just look at the last five years. Like, who's been better over the last five years? This even includes their 2014 team since Peterson has been here. The metrics consensus that's averaging everything together, 2014 through 2018. UW is number eight. We've been the eighth best team since Peterson has been here. Oregon in that period, number 22. So, it hasn't even been that close. If you want to look at wins losses, you dub 47 and 21, Oregon 42 and 24, a conference titles, you dub 2, Oregon 1, New Year's 6 games, you dub 3, Oregon 1. Uh, the score during those 5 games, uh yeah, I know we're 2 and 3 in those 5 games, but look, one of those games is in overtime. They're overtime. So in the old system, that's basically a tie. Uh the score during those 5 games is 175 you dub to 125 Oregon. So the average score in those five years is a 10-point UW victory. And, yeah, Oregon, they they won one playoff game, made it to the national championship. UW lost its game in the playoff. However, Jimmy, here's the key difference. If you look at Oregon played a a Florida State team, which wasn't even in the top 10 in the metrics consensus. So they played the worst team that's ever been in the playoff. And and we played Alabama, who by the metrics was the best team that's ever been in the playoff. So there's a huge difference there if you consider that. And so over the last five years, it's been clear. Washington's been a better program. Last five years, you know, historically. So there's really no debate here. Yes, Crystal Ball, he's recruited well. Oregon's having a great season. You know, it'll probably be a competitive rivalry over the next 
you know, three to five years. But as we know, this is probably going to be our worst team that we have over the next five years. And because of coaching malpractice, that's why we're in the situation we're in because we haven't even been playing the best players at key positions. So that's, you know, we, we beat that drum pretty hard the other night, buddy. This is the Oregon preview for tomorrow. All right. I'm sorry about that. Look, man, it's okay. I know it gets you heated. We're, we're going to have to move on from the coaching malpractice because, unfortunately, we're probably going to have to continue to deal with it <laughs> as long as Petey is at the helm. I mean, that's just the way the guy operates. He has his process. He has his mantra. He has his foundation of how he wants things done. And according to him, if you're not detailed enough and don't have a good week of practice, apparently you just don't get to see the field. So, I mean, when we look at tomorrow, and I think what you pointed out, uh, the fact of the matter is Oregon, you know, hasn't played explosive offenses, uh, so far. I mean, what Auburn was, I mean, was Auburn even a good offense? I mean, they decided to run the ball in the second half and. Not, I mean, yeah, not really. I mean, in, uh, Rob Bowen's beta rank, I think Oregon, um, well, I'm sorry, sorry, Auburn. And whether you look at Rob's beta rank or you look at S&P Plus, um, those two uh, indicators for offense, UW actually is ranked better than Auburn. So Auburn has, to this point, has been by far the best offense that Oregon has faced. And uh, they scored, tw- they gave up 27 points to that offense. And also, one thing about Stanford, they played Stanford. Costello had a problem with his finger. He was also coming off a concussion. So they, and I know last night, you know, Stanford had a horrible game, but they were playing their third string quarterbacks. So we, look, we should have beat them. It was a horrible game, but Oregon faced a quarterback who had a finger or thumb injury and it was coming off a concussion. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes, that was a good win for them winning 21 to six, but it was a different Stanford team than the one we faced. Also, Jimmy, same thing against Cal. You know, I missed that game because I was there watching the debacle against Stanford. But I didn't realize how many field goals Cal missed throughout that game. I mean, so that, and Cal was playing with their backup and Oregon had the home crowd. We played Cal without a home crowd with Cal at full strength. So Oregon had a pretty shitty performance against a Cal team that was with their own crowd there and playing against Cal's backup. I mean, if we played Cal that night, um, with a full crowd against their backup, there's no way we lose that game. We probably win by 10 points or so. So the, the reality is if you look at all these things and you really piece it together, mm-hmm. you know, this is a – like on a Piece new, it together for us, buddy. Yeah, it's, it it's a 50-50 game. You know, on a neutral field, Oregon would probably be maybe four or five points favorite. They're a little bit better team to this point. If you're looking on a neutral field, they're a very tiny favorite at Husky Stadium, but the game is at Husky Stadium. It's a 50-50 game for both teams. A 50-50. And Jimmy, a 50-50. Jimmy, one also, we didn't even mention how important Jacob Breland is to their offense. So their offense has been shitty. If you look at their stats, their running backs have really not done anything other than C.J. Verdell against Colorado. He had a big game. But C.J. Verdell is a back that he, he's really, you know, 95% of his carries, he only gets a few yards, and occasionally he breaks a big run. But if you look at their receiving, Jimmy, it's quite pedestrian other than Jacob Breland. He has six touchdowns. He's, he's, their lead, he's their leading receiver by far. He's a he's very out. good, very good tight end. He's an All-American. So even with Breland, their offense has not been that good. You take him away, 
Yeah. That's huge. I mean, now granted, that's probably baked into the, the, the gambling line somewhat, but Jimmy, I'm looking at the explosive plays from their receivers other than Breland and their other receivers have like maybe a combined like two catches over 20 yards. So this is not even with Breland, their other receivers haven't done anything. I mean, this this is not a very good offense. I know that we have issues on our defense, but look, we're playing at home. Maybe Ariel Nagata can fix some of those issues at inside linebacker. So, yeah, I mean, this this is not like a, uh, again, let me just go back to what I was saying. It's like a 50-50 game. And if I you know. look at a lot of these issues, they favor UW, to be honest. Jimmy, I don't mean to keep going, but what, keep going. if you look at pro football focus, they, they say that Washington has the best quarterback. If we play Puka and Ty Jones, Washington has the best wide receiver. Freeland's out. Washington has the best tight end. If you look at running statistics, uh, there was a guy, Dave, on Twitter. I retweeted him. He was pointing out how our rushing statistics are better than Oregon's. So their offensive line has been drastically overrated. Um, you know, running backs, maybe it's a push. But, you know, Ahmed is a guy who can break one. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, they have the better defense. But we're playing at home. The crowd is going to help that. And in addition to that, Jimmy, special teams – most of the rankings, they're kind of scattered, but most of the rankings have us having better special teams. Oregon and punt returns, Javon Holland, that's a big worry. He's really good. But other than that, uh, also, uh, last point on special teams, Jimmy, we have a huge advantage at kicker. They've only made two field goals all year. So when you look at all these things and piece them together, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about the game, to be honest. After all of those things that you just mentioned, how are you coming up with 50-50? You sold me 80-20. You have sold me 80-20. Our dogs to upset the Dukes tomorrow, man. I mean, after all that, man, you just you just ranted for like, what, five minutes? You have me believe in 80-20 Washington tomorrow to win this football game, Jess. Well, I, I mean, I say 50-50 because I do think it's going to be very close. I think... Um, Touchdowns are going to be their their defense is very good and they are their defense has been very good in the red zone. So granted they haven't they haven't played that tough a schedule, but I could see a game where our offense does better, but it's still you know get, getting touchdowns is going to be at a real premium. So I still see it I still see it being a very close game, and I say fifty fifty just because you know if it's if it comes down to the end, you know, the last couple minutes and it's a one-score game, you know, any team can win, really. So, um, that's, you know, that's how I get to 50-50. But I, I, looking at all these things, I do feel pretty good about the game. I think, yeah, I think we're going to come out. I think the crowd is going to be electric. Everybody's favorite word. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. It's going to be, it's going to be electric, huh? You're going to have, uh... You're going to have goosebumps. The hair's going to stand up on the back of your neck, all those things. Does that mean we'll be able to charge our phones from all the electricity that the crowd has generated? Yeah, that's one benefit to having an electric crowd. It's free charging for everyone. No need for a plug. Well, and I think the other thing that you're leaving out in all of your breakdown and all of the statistics and all of those metrics and you know, all those analysts and, and people that have all those uh, – spreadsheets or the Excel database like our boy Clayton is the fact that, you know, Abert isn't very good in pressure situations and we need to put him in a scenario where he's feeling pressure, uh, the game is on the line or the game's getting away from them. We're going to have to put him in some uncomfortable 
situations, I think, for tomorrow. And I think we're probably probably going to have some new looks defensively. There's going to be some personnel. Uh, we've already seen some personnel changes, but I think uh, they're going to give them some different looks tomorrow. And uh, Lake's going to be ready to go. This is a statement game for Lake. There's so much talk around Herbert. You know, this will be another notch in Lake's belt, so to speak, to, to get a, a big win against these guys. So I, I think one thing to, to, to count upon is, is the fact that Bear is not, isn't that good in, in tight games or pressure situations. He struggled in that regard. Yes, and even if we're just looking at their offense against our defense, it's two units that really have been underwhelming this year, to be honest. I mean, if you look at the advanced, um, if you look at, the, you know, unfortunately I don't have them all. There's three that I like to look at. But Oregon's offense, I think one of them has it ranked 35. The other two have it ranked in the 40s. Uh, I've seen our defense basically ranked in the 30s by the two or three advanced metrics things that I look at so our defense against their offense again two underwhelming units but Jimmy you have the home crowd which is also going to help the uh help our defense and like we said before Breland being out is huge I I I just think that tips the game in our favor if I'm you know because you know I like to babble on and on but I if they had Breland then I I think you know I if I was an Oregon fan I'd feel a lot more confident um, if they had Breland, because that goes right at our weakness, defending the middle of the field. But and the guy who's replacing him just seems like a total jag who really has limited experience. And Breland also he, he also helps him out in the run game too. So I, that's a big loss. I, I think people aren't realizing how big of a loss that is. Did I lose you, Jimmy? Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I thought I lost you. Oh, you might have to edit that dead spot. We'll take a lot of heat for that. Um, I, I was saying though that that that's those are good points, but okay, what is our offense going to be able to do against uh, the mighty duck defense? Well, I think that's why it, it comes down to not to be too simple, but playing our best guys. If you look at the snap counts in the fourth quarter, that's mm-hmm. what we did. Um, I need to... Uh, there's so many things on my Twitter, so I can't. I should have had those handy. But if you look at the snap counts in the fourth quarter, I think Puka and Fuller played the most. Uh, Bynum played a lot. You know, Bocelli only played two or three snaps. Uh, but no, I, I, and that's why I, you know, that's why I say the game's 50-50, because they're going to have a very good defense. It's going to be tough for our offense to score. Our offense will move the ball, though. And look, get, get our most talented guys on the field. I, I mean, I'm confident that Puka is going to play a lot. I think Ty Jones, look, it, the, Jimmy, the question about when to play Ty Jones or not, it's pretty simple. You play him now until we're eliminated from winning the North. <laughs> So if you play him this game and we lose, then you just play him the last three games. Yeah. I mean, if it's really possible that he's ready to go and he doesn't, you know, need a game to be warmed up, I, quite simply, that's what I would do, honestly. You p- play him in this game. If we win this game, you can, you know, play him again the next week and maybe hold him out after that. But you just, you play him now and then you take him out until the end of the season if we've been eliminated as far as winning the North. Fair enough. I mean, to me, like we had mentioned briefly, uh, you know, previewing the game the other day, 
Offensively, you're going to have to make Oregon be aware of a couple guys, right? And frankly, they're not worried. They're not going to worry about many of the guys on the outside. I mean, you, that's why you need Puka and Bryant and on the field at the same time because it's not going to allow the defense to um, to just be able to cover. They're going to have to know where those guys are, right? In other situations, they're not – like if you're defensively looking at them with their, you know, normal sets – like you're not you're not concerned really about Fuller, Bocelli. I mean, right now, I mean, I don't think Chico's much of a threat just because of his limited use. And you know, you can make a play or two. Um, but Puka and Bryant, those guys um, provide, you know, a scenario where they're going to have to worry about where those guys are on the field. At least be aware. They they can win one on one matchups. That's right. Exactly. So um, now that's going to be key. It's going to be key that they have their best players on the field to win tomorrow. And we know who those players are. <laughs> right? Right, absolutely. No, yeah. you, you, against a good defense, you got to have guys who can win one-on-one matchups. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Easton can, can put the ball where they need to be, and especially if they're bigger target guys, you know. <laughs> it's a good situation. So hopefully hopefully we see a lot of Puka tomorrow. And hopefully we see Ty Jones because I think that puts your offense over the edge in a good position tomorrow. Yeah, I just – my only concern with that is I hope that they both get enough snaps. I mean, knowing how our coaches are. That's right. Are they going to – because just playing, you know, if we get behind and then you throw in Puka in the third quarter, I mean, it's, it's they both – Puka and Ty Jones have got to be out there immediately. Yeah, I think right away. <laughs> First series. First yeah. series. No, I that, that's a game. That's a, a game, as long as Ty Jones is not that rusty. That, that's a game changer as far as talent on our offense. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, hopefully they come with the right attitude tomorrow. Hopefully they're fired up and ready to play ball. Hopefully he doesn't bait a ball tomorrow, Bub. I mean, that's going to be important. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think they will be. I mean, you look at. The, the two games that really underperformed, they were night games with basically shitty crowds. And not mm-hmm. to say that that's the BR end all, but I think playing at home, it helps, it helps the beta attitude a little bit of our guys. And I, you know, similar to how we played against USC, I know USC is not as good as Oregon at this point. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I feel good about how our guys played against USC. And granted, this game will be tougher, but I, I think playing let's, at home. Let's... What's Oregon's confidence level going into tomorrow? Um, I mean, I, I think they're, I think they're going to be probably very confident because that's one good thing Cristobal does. He instills that in them. But at the same time, you know, they did blow the game to Auburn, and Herbert hasn't really had a lot of comeback victories. They've struggled on the road. So, I mean, I. I I don't know if they're, I mean, they probably think they're going to win the game, but they're, I don't think they're confident, like beyond a doubt that they're going to win the game. What about, what about the fan base? Oregon's fan base? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if, if you're, if you're judging by Twitter, they're overconfident, but you know, who, who knows? Twitter is just a sample of fans. <laughs> well, no, no surprise of overconfidence, is there? No, no. 
And and th- those like those guys are getting trolled easily. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. Sensitive. I've I've done a few. Yeah. They're they're just from from looking at both the fan bases on Twitter. Um, it's nice to see that we're like back in our rightful position of being uh, a bigger, better program. Well, can you can you remind them of uh, the the four national championships? I would, I, yes, I will. I do have a tweet coming about that later. I, I'm sure that'll put them in quite the tizzy. Maybe, yeah. maybe even a mini meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we get to prediction? We've uh, we're we've 20, come- yeah, we're in the twenty first minute, so we probably should, brother. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, you're, you're, the Ricky Anderson, since Rhodey's no longer, yeah. I get that. Um, I'm going with the Washington victory tomorrow. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull it out. I, I think uh, for a few factors. Obviously, I think the home game helps. I think the defense uh, will play better. I think offensively, we'll have a good game. I think they will play Puka. Um, I think Lake. In these type of games, especially at home, um, I think they're going to have them motiva- motivated in a way that uh, they've had them motivated against the Cougs. It, and I think more it'll be the sense of, you know, this is an opportunity to make a statement. Uh, we, we can right the ship with a win here. Uh, there's a lot to gain, I think, from a team perspective, from a confidence perspective. Uh, uh, angle that you know getting this win at home is important and 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 on the flip side Oregon hasn't been great on the road or Herbert hasn't been great on the road so I think those factors do do play a part but I think Washington will find a way to win and I think it's going to be uh I think they're going to win I think they're going to win 28 to 24 28 24 Washington wins the game Washington yeah they yeah, beat I, kooks. Yeah, I think it's uh, – I'm going to go with um, – yeah, I agree with you. I strongly agree with most of your points. I think I think it's going to be – I want to go with Washington 22-17. to 17. I think uh, – Yeah, that's probably a, a better score prediction. I, yeah, I think we're going to see Peyton Henry hit quite a few field goals in this game. And I think Oregon, one thing that will be huge for our defense is, or I anticipate Oregon will, Oregon will go for it quite a bit on fourth down. Mm. So that's something, I, I think fourth down defense will be really critical uh, because their kicking game is not very good. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I like the, yeah, I, I like the situation. Um I think, and I agree with the things you said. I just think we're going to come out. I think the crowd is really going to be on fire. Um, I think, you know, I heard something earlier before the year that the AD really thought this would be the game of the year and that this would, you know, be the game for the the North, so to speak. So I think we are going to see uh, maybe not an epic crowd, but a very good crowd. And I think our guys are going to be motivated, like you said, and I think they're going to play a a good game. And I just think we... um, while they have the better defense, I think the elements and the crowd and Jimmy Lake are going to kind of close that gap, uh, and, and we're we're yeah. going to see our defense, you know, play closer to their defense. And I think 
you know, we have the better kicking game and we have the better offense. We have better skill guys if we play them. So uh, that's, yeah, a long-winded explanation. But I think we're going to win 22-17. to 17. Uh, Player of the game, Peyton Henry. And I think we're going to see one. We're going to get one long, big play touchdown, uh, be it, you know, a, a return or a defensive play or a long pass to somebody. So I think that and Peyton Henry will be the difference in the game. And so, and it should be for Peyton Henry. He deserves redemption. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm like, and he should have got like we talked. He should have got redemption against Cal. I mean, that oh yeah, you know, that that's already. I mean, so sure. to properly evaluate Peyton Henry, I mean, he's that should have been a huge game winner. Yep. No, for sure. But I think, uh, you know, the, unfortunately the coaches put him in that position too last year. It was. Yeah. That was total soft. We've talked about it. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but that was just total soft cocking at the end of that drive. Well, yeah. I mean, we've, we've covered that game so many times. It was true. Uh, you know, it wasn't Henry's fault. That was a coaching error. We know. We know that was a coaching error. So that's it, buddy. All right, that's, that's it. it. Any final words before we sign off? Under just, 27 minutes, bro. Just just uh, coach right, man. Just yeah. coach right. Coach right. No coaching malpractice. No coaching malpractice. Just get your mind right. God bless. You know, win the game. Get your leather lungs ready, dog fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, get, get ready to rock, man. Get ready to rock. All right, on that note, uh... Go dogs, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Cheers.